tuned in to The Keetra Show and listening to SOB, Style of Business, the podcast with your host, Keetra. We aim to highlight the ongoing trek of entrepreneurs and business owners from around the globe, featuring stories that recount their struggles, experiences, and inevitable road to success and self-fulfillment. Welcome to SOB. This episode is supported by the wonderful creators of Gratitude Plus app, the app that helps you cultivate a daily practice of gratitude. What are you grateful for today? You can download the app now at the App Store or by visiting gratitudeplusapp.com forward slash style of business. Hey, what's up, y'all? Thanks for tuning in to another fantastic episode of SOB Style of Business, the podcast. This is your host, Keetra, back again with another wonderful guest. Brand new year, by the way, and definitely excited for all the wonderful things that 2020 holds. One of the first guests of the new year and definitely excited to have this gentleman on, the king of brand attraction. You guys definitely need to get your pens and pads ready. Get ready for this one. He's going to be dropping some gems. I am speaking to the magnificent AJ Adams, who is known as the king of brand attraction, but he is a digital marketing strategist. And he's just going to come in and help us clean up our marketing strategies uh, when it comes to the digital platforms and also some other brand building tips that we can use for uh, the new year and as we move forward in our entrepreneurial endeavors. So without without further ado, of course, and uh, let me just kind of hold my tongue because I don't want to give away too much. This guy has a lot of great information to offer. Let me let him give the introduction and then we will roll right forward from there. So, hey, AJ, what's going on? Happy New Year to you. Thanks so much for being a guest. If you will drop us a introduction and background, we will move forward. Awesome. Well, appreciate you having me on the show. And uh, thank you for your, your listeners for, for tuning in and listening to me uh, ramble on and hopefully give some value. Uh, so, yeah, I've become known as the king of brand attraction. And that's because uh, I started, when I started my entrepreneur journey as a motivational speaker, uh, I had no idea how to do marketing, no idea about business. I was working a full-time job in a cubicle, uh, not making much money. And I had to figure out how to get noticed, how to get booked so I could get paid uh, to make an impact and to make an income from that. And what I did was I studied uh, the greatest speakers out there, uh, Tony Robbins, Les Brown, Zig Ziglar, uh, Jim Rohn. And I realized that they all had a personal brand. And they all leveraged that to get attention, to get on stages, to grow their empire and to build influence. So I obsessively studied the space of personal branding, specifically uh, within social media and how to leverage social media to, to grow a following and build an online presence. And through doing that, I actually built my personal brand in reverse because I didn't have the business empire. I didn't have a community of clients or followers. So like what I did first was I built the audience. I started creating content on social media. I started using different strategies, different tools and resources to attract people who were interested in my story in the content that I was putting out, and then I leveraged that audience to build credibility and establish myself as an expert. And from that, I was able to then leverage it to get booked on stages. Uh, and I, eventually, I was making more for one keynote speech uh, in 30, 45 minutes than I was in a full month of my, my full-time day job. So from there, I started getting more attention from other speakers, coaches, uh, agency owners, consultants, I started coaching them. They were asking, how are you doing this? How are you building your brand? And I started consulting. I went straight to uh, high-ticket coaching uh, where I was coaching clients and selling a, a you know, four or $5,000 coaching package. 
package, uh, doing consulting for brands, and quickly grew to six figures with that. And from there, I just went went even deeper and bigger and launched an agency a few years ago called D6 Media and formed uh, my personal brand, attracted uh, some business partners who saw me speak at an event. Uh, one of those gentlemen is uh, a man named Burt Omen. Most people don't know who he is, but he is uh, the brain behind the fashion, the clothing line for people like Jennifer Lopez, Nicki Minaj, uh, Adam Levine. He's been business partners with Tommy Hilfiger. Uh, he's partners right now with Damon John. Uh, Burt and I partner, started working with some of his celebrity clients. Uh, we, we co-authored a book together uh, that I basically ghost wrote for him and uh, got credit on the book. That became an international bestseller a couple months ago. And since then, uh, 2020 is about taking it to the next level to help more entrepreneurs. My mission in 2020 is to train and coach a thousand entrepreneurs to build their personal brand so that they can build their influence and grow their business empire. That's that's phenomenal. And I, I to be honest, I have no doubt that you're going to reach that goal because, you know, um, when you and I first connected, one of the things that really attracted me to what you're doing is that a lot of, you know, when we see success or we see somebody who is making moves, especially within the, the consulting and the coaching arena, you know, you, you see where they're at now. You know, you see the brand, you see the development, the progress. But a lot of people, they don't know, like just a handful of years ago, you know, you you didn't start there. You know, you started, um, I think you were doing like janitorial work. It was kind of like one of those yeah. things. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about the story, because I want people to really understand like, OK, you know, I was, you know, broke and doing this and that. But but now, you know, fast forward a few years later and you are doing some uh, coaching with a lot of successful people and helping people build their businesses. So give us a little bit about that story. Yeah. So. That goes back to when I first started my speaking business, so actually about a year after. I moved my family to Riverside, California, and we were going to launch a, a youth program at a church that a friend of mine had started a few years prior to that. And my background as a speaker was in ministry. I worked with students. I was a youth pastor. That's where I started speaking. So I've been speaking for a little over 15 years now. And then I went to the professional speaking space to reach uh, kids who would never go into a church. And that progressed into colleges and then eventually uh, entrepreneurial events. But early on in my career, after moving to Riverside, uh, I found myself sitting in the parking lot of the Taco Bell restaurant, literally reevaluating my life. Mm -hmm. I I always joke when I tell the story from stage that there's always someone in the audience thinking, wow, what kind of burrito did you have? But what happened was, after we had just arrived in Riverside for a six-hour drive in the U-Haul and uh, towing our cars. We we went to the Taco Bell to get lunch. It was my wife and my two daughters at the time. And as I went up to the drive-thru, I handed the girl, I ordered the Taco 12 pack, gave the girl my card, and I heard the phrase that no, no parent, no person ever wants to hear. The girl, the cashier looked at me and said, sir, I'm sorry, but your car was declined. Oh, man. Now, think about the context of that. My car was declined for a, you know, basically $10, $12 purchase. So I drove out of the drive-thru. I parked in, in one of the parking spots right there in a, at the restaurant. And I looked at my bank account, and I was negative $250 in my own bank account. Oh, wow. I had literally had no money to my name. So my wife and I started looking around our, our vehicle to see if we had any spare change. She looked in her purse. I checked my wallet. And then we found a, a Ziploc bag full 
inches from countertops as we were moving. And we had a total, at 28 years old, with a family of feet, I had a total of $5.38 to my name. Mm. So somehow we made it through that day. But the important thing is that that day I realized all my life I've been a passive character. I've never truly taken control of my life. Inside of the story that I wanted to write, what my success story would be, I never made the moves to make that happen. So I decided that day, no more. I'm taking control. This is never happening again. And from there, I did whatever I had to do. Uh, that included selling the car to pay rent one month. Um, work, I took a job as a janitor, which is the second job. I was working for the church full time, made about 1500 bucks a month, which only covered my rent. And so in California, rent for a two-bedroom, 1,100-square-foot apartment. I had to work a second job just to pay bills, and uh, more often than not, we had power shut off or uh, cable shut off, trying to run a business, and the internet is shut off. Um, so while working as a janitor, I realized also that the reason I was in that situation was because I was lacking some key things. Uh, I didn't understand money. I didn't understand business. I didn't understand uh, finance and leadership and mindset. So those 40 hours a week when I was working as a janitor, scrubbing toilets and mopping floors uh, in this uh, packaging facility, I was the lowest level employee in this 20, 30,000 square foot uh, plant and you know, dozens of employees. I would spend my time listening to audiobooks, Tony Robbins uh, talks, Eric Thomas. I was listening to uh, Robert Kiyosaki uh, talk about uh, finance and rich dad, poor dad. This is what I spent my time doing because I knew that in order to achieve the goals I had, I had to become a person with a greater capacity. Yeah. I had to become the person that had the capacity for the success I desired to achieve. So I was I obsessively studied, shifting my mindset, changing the way I thought about money, uh, business, and life and success. At the same time, I was writing my first book on success, which seems odd to write a book on success when you're not successful. But my mindset was that I believed so wholeheartedly that I would want to be successful and tell my story that I wanted to document in, in a book the steps I was taking and the strategies I was using. And eventually I published that book and that became part of my, my speaking and uh, part of my brand. So, yeah, that's that's the long and short version of it. Um, and I just kept pushing. I kept growing. I kept marketing, kept learning about business, and I just kept growing and progressing from there. Perfect. That's a wonderful, wonderful story. And and speaking of which, I know you mentioned earlier about you kind of reverse engineered when it, you know, when you when you were talking about building your brand, you kind of started with uh, getting the audience first, you know, and, and working from there. Um, talk to a little talk to us a little bit about the importance of, of branding, because a lot of people think that it just only consists of images and, you know, the things that look good, the logo. But um Put that in a context for someone who maybe not may not be familiar with actually what branding consists of, because I know it's a, a little bit of a broad definition when you just say branding. Yeah, absolutely. So when we're talking about specifically personal branding, and if you look it up, you're going to find a lot of quote unquote experts and gurus who are really just glorified graphic designers. Um, they they're in the, the pretty business. Uh, on my podcast, I interviewed. David Breyer, who's one of the number one uh, rebranding experts in the world, and that's how he refers to it. He called it the business of pretty. Now, he designs, he does the creative, but one thing we both agreed on is that branding starts with strategy. That's the most important element. 
who are you who are you who are you trying to reach uh, what is it you're trying to offer in terms of value if you focus on the strategy first then all of the creative pretty much falls in line but if you don't have a strategy then you'll end up with with logos and uh, graphics and websites and things that look pretty but don't achieve any any purpose it's kind of like have like having a Ferrari that looks like a Ferrari on the outside but on the inside there's no engine yeah and that's what a lot of entrepreneurs have in terms of their personal brand because they haven't focused on the 90% that matters most which is the strategy so that's the part that I really focus on which is why I'm not I don't call myself a personal branding coach I call myself a strategist because I don't even know how to use Photoshop. I couldn't create a logo to save my life. But what I do understand is how to take those elements and use them in the right way to build what I like to call the money-making marketing machine. Attract your ideal audience, cultivate them, and convert them from followers into buyers. So to answer the question simply, at the core, a brand yeah. is, is about strategy and systems. And once you develop that, then you can move on to creative and making it look pretty yeah no I, I definitely totally agree with you on that and, and also when it comes to especially for personal branding you know how much of storytelling is is involved you know because sometimes you, you you run into a lot of people that oh you know I, I want my such and such to look like this person's or I want my um, website to be like that person's but how important is it for us to infuse our own story to make sure that our that it is a personal brand, you know, it's not really a personal brand if you're taking elements from, you know, something that yeah. might already be out. Yeah, that, that's actually a really great question because that's where it starts. It starts with a story. So I have a proprietary process that I use and that I teach, and it's called the D6 method, which is where the name of my agency, D6 Media, comes from. And the first part of that process, and I've used this for myself, first of all, then when I launch my when I start coaching, I use it for my clients, and then I use it for celebrities, hundred million dollar brands. It's the same every time. It starts with discovery, and that's where you dig into the story of of the brand. And if, if it's a person, which most often that's who I'm working with, when you dig into that story, what we're doing is uncovering the parts of the story that have been overlooked. And we always I always structure a story in three parts: the mess, the miracle, and the mission. And when you build your story that way in these three key pillars, or I like to call them golden pillars, you start identifying every story, every pivotal moment that has made you who you are, things that seem insignificant. Uh, my Taco Bell story that I just told, for years I overlooked that story until yeah. one day I told it while working with one of my coaches. I told that story, and the I was at an event that he was holding, 200 people, entrepreneurs, millionaires, executives, grown men and women, after telling that story, we're in tears. And that's when I realized that the story has massive power in building a brand, but often we overlook it. So that's why I always start with the story. I pull up every moment, every significant pivot, and we start, we build it into those three golden pillars. And from there, everything else is built upon that foundation. Wow. Yeah. And and, and speaking of, of story, like a lot of times, especially with, uh, releasing content and creating content, like what what are your takes on platforms like Instagram or Snapchat that tell more of a visual story? Do you implement any of those at all when it comes to brand building? Yeah, absolutely. So we start with discovery 
after that is uh, determined, and that step is where we're identifying the unique value proposition. What is it that you have to offer that is unique? Uh, either your methodology, like I have my D6 method, uh, your certain parts of your story, uh, your expertise. Then the third phase is developed. That's where we start to create the content uh, strategy. What kind of content should you deploy? And then phase four is deploy. What platforms? So the platforms all depend on whose attention you're trying to get. And depending on the, the attention you're trying to get, then you ask the question, where are those people giving their attention? So my audience primarily is on Facebook and Instagram, uh, but also now that I'm shifting my business to work more with a higher level of uh, client, now I'm shifting over to putting more attention into LinkedIn. Because LinkedIn is a great platform where there's a lot of organic reach, there's a lot of attention of the people that I want to reach. So you have to look at where the attention is. Wherever it is, that's where you go. I'm also starting to invest time into creating content on TikTok because TikTok is a platform that's exploding right now. And a lot of, many of my target audience, they're starting to realize it. So I want to get there first and establish and grow my brand before they get there so that I can really leverage the platform the way other influencers did when they got into Instagram and YouTube early on. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's that's definitely an excellent point that you mentioned, AJ. And I, I guess another question that I had as far as like, you know, new trends and I know we mentioned TikTok and there's some other platforms that are up and coming, like, like how... How much ahead of the curve do you need to be when it comes to just making sure that you're out there and, you know, people are exposed to your brand, especially when there's so many different platforms to choose from? So, I mean, this, again, it's about attention. Um, I would put, it, it is important to put out content because that is about creating influence. And I've shifted my focus to three things now in 2020. That's influence, impact, and income. So, you create influence, and this means you're getting known by people. Now, it's not just about the number of people, the quantity. It's more importantly about the quality of people. The quality you want to have a high quality of people who follow you. Um, Pat Flynn, in his book Superfans, which I'm reading right now, talks about creating these superfans. And that's what it's really about. Those fans who will share your content, who will buy what you offer, who will engage with you at a high level consistently. I have people right now who have become clients of mine after following me for two years. Uh, I have people right now who message me every week or every month saying, hey, I'm getting ready. I'm saving up the money so I can, so I can work with you. It's about having a quality number of those fans. So if you have a 1,000 fans who, over the course of the year, they pay you $100, a 1,000 of them, that's a six-figure business. Oh, wow. Yeah. So the focus really should be getting high-quality fans, and the way that you do that is by adding real value consistently over time right yeah no that that makes total sense and, and also like with entrepreneurs um also like quality clients right like that that could easily be translated uh for quality clients and and i wanted to kind of touch on like some of the things that you cover as far as the services you offer i know you do uh different speaking engagements i know you have like different uh, resources available on your website, but as far as like the perfect client for you, like is there a specific criteria you look for or what what type of person would come to you for personal brand resources? So there are two sides, and I'm glad you asked this question. There are two sides. I have my personal coaching and then I have my agency side. With my personal coaching, this is more of a done with you. 
where I'm working with you uh, one-on-one or uh, you're in my program and it's a more of a group coaching format, which often is a good place for people to start that aren't ready for the one-on-one coaching because it's a higher investment. Then on the agency side, it's more of a done for you where we're executing these strategies for our clients. On the coaching side, I have a program where I typically teach you my D6 methods. I teach you how to think like the branding expert, and you become the expert on your personal brand. Because if I just teach you how to create a logo or um, create content, I'm not really helping you. What I want to do is teach you how I think, give you the strategies, give you the frameworks, and truly make you an expert on your personal brand. And my clients that have gone through this program, I have one earnest, he added $750,000 to his business in 11 months. And we only spent an hour together. It wasn't even, it was just a a simple coaching session. And he was able to leverage what he already had going with his brand. I've had other clients like uh, April, who she went from doing $100, $200 an hour coaching to creating her expert methodology, which is a core part of what I teach my, my, my coaching. And she raised her price to $4,500 for a coaching package, much less time, but much greater impact. And within 45 days of us working together in the program, she sold three of those. And she also booked a $3,000 coaching uh, speaking engagement. So she did $15,000 just from those strategies. So that's, that's just the coaching side. On the agency side, uh, the coaching side, we typically work with clients who are doing less than six figures or they're, they're kind of at six figures they want to level up. Yeah. On the agency side, these are our clients who are doing high six figures, seven figures, and they really want to now tighten up their brand and get greater influence. They want to get booked on podcasts. They want to launch a best-selling book. Uh, we recently did that for a client who, she's a New York Times best-selling author, and she, she was launching her next book and wanted it to be a best-seller also. So we did a campaign for her. We created the strategy. We executed everything on her behalf. And she hit number one on Amazon internationally in two different categories. That is great. So we book podcasts. We do book launches. uh, We do social media growth. uh, We can get our clients access to promotions with celebrities like Kendall Jenner. When she does a giveaway, uh, she'll do a giveaway where part of the requirement is that her followers follow the 50 or so users that she follows. So clients can get up to, uh, you know, some have gotten 200,000 new followers within uh, two days and they're quality engaged followers. But that's just some of what we, what we do on that side. So again, expanding influence, creating impact and then generating income from that. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I know you also, um, in addition to that, I know like the core services, I know you also have like some free guides, like the seven things you don't need to build a profitable, profitable personal brand. I know you have that one and a few other things. Um, tell us a little bit about those and, and where, uh, uh, maybe somebody is listening is interested in learning more about your services and how this could benefit their brand. Uh, tell us a little bit about your guides and some additional resources that are available. Yeah, absolutely. So to get that, uh, you can just go to my website, ajadams.biz, and you'll see links on the homepage where you can download. Uh, there's two different guides. There's one that is seven things you don't need to build a highly profitable personal brand. And I outline uh, the things that are most commonly people think they need to build a successful personal brand that uh, in reality they don't need. And we, we identify those, and then I also identify what to focus on. So that's a great resource. And for anyone who 
want that, go to the website. Um, you can download that. But also, if you connect with me on social media, shoot me a message, let me know you listen to the show, and I'll send you a, a direct link where you can download uh, my other ebook, which is The Ultimate Six-Step Guide to Building a Profitable Personal Brand. So this is the things you do need. And with that, there's also a mini uh, six-part video course that goes with that, and it's completely free. What are some of like the major pain points that you hear when it comes to someone who's trying to create their own personal brand? Yeah, that's a good question because uh, this is something that a lot of your listeners probably have are asking or have thought about. Usually what I get, the pain point is that it's just a complete lack of strategy or having certain pieces, knowing that they should be doing certain things like creating content. They know they should be acting on a platform. Maybe they have some momentum, but they don't have a strategy in place to to monetize it. They don't have a strategy in place, you know, to make everything work together. It's kind of bits and pieces that just happen to have worked together because they have some skill, but they haven't really honed in on and identified what it is they're doing right. And that's that's the most optimal case. And that's why I created my D6 method. So it's a step-by-step walkthrough. My coaching is the same way because in innately, you, you're going to get certain things right. Yeah. If you have expertise and you are an entrepreneur who has a real value to offer, you're going to attract people. But it's kind of like driving. If I put my 15-year-old daughter behind the wheel, she'll get some things right. But because of a lack of experience and a lack of knowledge, she's not going to she's not going to be able to efficiently and properly operate that car. Yeah. She needs to have the proper coaching. And you don't know what you don't know. And that's why what my greatest advice to anyone is, work with the coach invest in yourself and learn how to do things right it took me years and years to learn what i know now and be able to get results for my clients because when i started there were no personal branding coaches there were no courses i had to learn it myself and that's part of the reason why i created my coaching program and why i offer the services i do now through my business yeah and we, we definitely need businesses and services like yours so Kudos on that. And I know you uh, just said start with, you know, it's, it's, it's important to have a strategy in place. Um, also, in addition to that, do you have maybe like three of your go-to uh, tips or like words of advice for maybe an entrepreneur or someone who's listening who is in this phase to where they're trying to determine what their personal brand should look like or what they want it to be? Like any, um, if you could just drop maybe two or three different uh, tips or, you know, uh, resources, that'd be great. Oh, absolutely. So a few key things. Number one, realize that your ideal audience, your perfect clients, those people who will pay you for your expertise, they're already looking for you. Your job is not to chase them. It's not to have to put massive amounts of effort into finding them. What you need to do is just create the right bait, meaning create content that speaks to their passion, the problem that keeps them from living their passion, the pain that they feel because they're not living their passion. Create content that speaks to that, deploy it on the right platforms where you know they're giving their attention and you'll start to attract them. That's the first thing. Uh, the second thing is focus on creating influence, uh, attracting and growing an audience of people who are engaged, uh, giving value. Don't be, don't be afraid to give away everything that you have, your best stuff for free. People will still pay to work with you but give it away for free, put it in an ebook, put it in a LinkedIn article, create video content, and you'll, you'll start to see people engage with you. And finally, just stay consistent with it. 
Yeah. Uh, consistency is is absolutely paramount. If you don't stay consistent, you may get some momentum, but then it's going to fall off because you just haven't stuck with it long enough. Wow. Those are, I'll tell you what, if you don't start the new year right with <laughs> with those uh, key words of advice, I mean, I, I don't know what to tell you because you definitely did drop some good tips and it's, it's definitely encouraging to have that sort of uh, information at our disposal, especially with personal branding. So, uh, AJ, before we wrap up, please let us know where we can reach you online, drop your social media handles, websites. Also, if you have any upcoming um, speaking engagements or workshops, make sure you drop those dates as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Uh, my handle is the same. It's letter I, letter M, AJ Adams. So imagine I'm introducing myself to you and I say, hey, I'm AJ Adams. That's my handle. And if you forget about it, just go to ajadams.biz and you can find the link to my social media there also. All right. Perfect. AJ, thanks so much for being a great guest. We definitely appreciate you taking the time out and we are uh, looking forward to all the wonderful things you have going for 2020 and, and having you back. So um, enjoy the rest of your day and happy new year once again. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on the show. Thanks for hanging out with us here on SOB. We hope this episode has been resourceful. If you'd like to check out the latest articles or follow Keetra's website updates, just log on to Keetra.com or follow her on Twitter at K-E-E-T-R-I-A.